Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. Good morning. I want to share with you... I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no, this is perfect because I had two ideas in mind, and the one that I and then I was like, which one am I going to talk about? And the one I want to talk about is actually the ebbs and flows of ADHD and anxiety and just mental health in general, which is perfect because oh my god, was that an ADHD moment or what? Um, yeah. So. I'm going to preface this with I'm still going through in the cortex um, brain reorganization program. And within that program, part one, you're doing creeping and all these things. And that one, I feel like um, people tend to see regression more with like emotional things. And then now we're in the crawling and I don't really know everything about the program, but I do know that Danny told me that the crawling is going to be what's going to help my ADHD symptoms the most. And so I've only been crawling for like two weeks on a regular basis, semi-regular basis. And I am having some serious regression. Like I'm compensating at work because y'all, y'all, you guys know, you know how it is. Like at work, you just like make things happen because you literally have to, or you're going to get fired. Um, (laughs) but at home, everything is a mess. Like, and even at work, like I sit there for a second and I'm like, what was I trying to say? And I have to like really, really think through what I'm saying and doing because it's just not coming naturally. Literally last night I was laying in bed and I was thinking about Maybe I need to go back on stimulants. Guys, I haven't been on stimulants in over like four years. It's been almost four years now. And that's how rough it has been the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But here's the thing. Even if I wasn't going through this, we have weeks where things are really good. And we have weeks where things are really hard. And that is just a life be cycle sinking and see it's just mental health that's kind of how everyone I know seems to operate you know like you have weeks where you're just really on it and you can do all the things and then you have weeks where it's really hard to do the stuff that just has to get done and that's okay like trying to act like we should be the same person every single day and have the same level of motivation and productivity it's not helpful And it's also like, I don't think it's possible. Like, I don't know a single person who is that consistent every single day for like years and years and years. It's just not possible. Like, that's, that's just not how anything works. Like, let's take it to something like really tactical. Think about like cooking a meal. Okay. Like I make some pretty decent meals, but every now and then I also have a meal where it's not great. 
And I used to get really upset and mad and like disappointed if I like burned something or like ruined a meal or if it just didn't taste good. And then I was like, dude, how many meals do I make every single week that turn out great? Like no one has a 100% track record with literally anything. Like it's fine. It's fine. And I think that the more pressure that we put on ourselves to be so consistent every single day, the harder we actually make it on ourselves. Like can instead, can you just stop and get curious about how you feel and possibly why you might maybe feel that way and then just have radical self-acceptance and self-compassion for where you're at and then work on improving from that place. Like how much better does it feel to work from a place of like, I see what I'm going through and I accept myself and this is what I'm going to do to try to help myself versus why can't you just do this? Like just get it together. Why are you like this? Someone's walking by my car right now. But that makes all the difference. And it's a gift. It's a gift to give ourselves that. And it's also a gift to just have that kind of personality. And it's not something that comes naturally to most people. It's something you have to work at. It's something you have to learn. It's something you have to grow in. But it changes everything. Stop expecting yourself to be the same every day. Learn how to work with your ebbs and flows. When you're doing awesome, great. Be excited about that. Do some things maybe to prepare for future you when you're not going to be at that place. And then when you inevitably come down a little bit, remember that that's okay and that's normal and come at it with self-compassion and grace and kindness to yourself. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have been part of your day. If you love this episode, would you please consider sharing it on your Instagram stories and tagging me? This way I know what you're loving and what to make more of. I'll see you next week. Bye.